0: Hello and welcome back to the BumfCast series. I'm your host, Firkus Sweetland, and this is In Conversation. For the third episode of this sub-series, we have Norback, real name Artur Moreira from Portugal. I came across Norback while going through the Hayes Collective back catalogue, a label of which he's a part of. I was astounded by how quickly his releases were coming out, as well as the calibre of the labels he was releasing on. The young artist is at the forefront of a strong techno movement coming from Portugal, and Norbach's name is increasingly popping up. So far, he's had releases on Haze Collective, Semantica, Mind Trip Records, Soma, Edit Select Records, Dynamic Reflection, Modulars, and many others. So without further ado, let's jump into this conversation with Norback. how much do you, do you think your environment affects your creativity? Uh,
1: in my particular case, I don't think it affects me a lot, you know? Like, it's not. I live near the mountains and all that stuff, and it's really cool to, to have that kind of landscape to go and have a cigarette or something and think about stuff, you know? But music-wise, I wouldn't say it affects me a lot, you know? uh yeah maybe with my ambient project kind of effects but techno wise i wouldn't say that affects me a lot you know yeah but it's really cool to live here in the middle of the woods and all that stuff
0: <laughs> oh do you do you find like when you're in a city it sort of like makes you a little more like tense or do you find yourself being distracted a little bit more
1: yeah for sure i i have some friends that live in lisbon like nunu and marcus and all that stuff and I'm pretty sure I would never, I could never live in a city like Lisbon, you know, because it's so much stuff happening, you know, you can get distracted super easily, you know. I would I couldn't do that, you know. I like to keep focusing my music and the time that I have left for my friends and all that stuff and my girlfriend and family and all, and all that and in a city like that you can get distracted with a lot of stuff, you know, Yeah. so yeah, I'm not a, like a huge fan of big cities and all that stuff, to be honest, to be perfectly honest, and like, I see that some new artists go want to go to Berlin to live, and that's a thing I, I will never do, I'm pretty sure I will never do that, you know, because yeah, people go to Berlin to make contacts and work in music easily and all that stuff. And they, most of the times they end up like distracting a lot and go to a lot of parties and all that stuff. You know, so
0: yeah, all yeah. the classic things.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't do that. You know, I couldn't do. It.
0: Have you found that it's like it's been easy to make a career in techno music and not? live in those sort of major cities where, where a lot of the clubs are?
1: I'm pretty sure it would be easier if I was in Berlin, for instance, you know, but to play in some places because I live in Portugal and in the north of Portugal and the flights are, uh, are a little bit tricky sometimes, you know. So yeah, not sure if... Yeah, I think, yeah, if I lived in Berlin, things would be easier for sure, but... Yeah, it's okay for me. I don't think about it too much, you know. If something has to happen, it will happen either way. So yeah, fuck it. It's
0: a good attitude. Yeah. I find it like an interesting sort of mental battle almost, like um when is the right time to sort of commit to doing music full-time and like just sort of seeing what happens that way. But it is a little bit harder being in australia just because the scene is mostly on the other side of the world but yeah do you do you foresee yourself like just following music as far as it goes and, and try and stick that course for as long as possible
1: um that's a cool question you know because um you know that Jonas Kopp is retiring right
0: really how old yeah. is Jonas?
1: yeah i'm not sure but he's retiring because things are not working as he wanted to work and he wants to stop you know And I really admire that, you know, because I don't think I will go till it doesn't work anymore, this music thing for me, you know. I think at the day that I see things are consistently going not in my way, I think I'll do something like Jonas did and focusing on teaching how to do music or something to kids, or, you know, being productive, working on music with maybe that career thing, you know. Uh, I'm not sure if one day things really turn out bad for me like something in my personal life happens And I start to lose inspiration and all that stuff Uh, I think I will not force anything, you know, if if things are not working for me Probably I'll just let it go, you know
0: So you said before that you were 22. So you had your first release when you were 19. Yeah, yeah How much, how much? um... No,
1: actually my first release, I was 18, yeah, actually. Okay.
0: How much time did you put into production before the project of Norback started?
1: It wasn't much and that's a big problem, you know, because my first releases are a bit shitty, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like super shitty to be perfectly honest. Uh yeah, I rege- regret them a bit.
0: Do so you sort of like look back at them and be a little yeah.
1: bit? Yeah, <laughs> they're a bit shitty, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, it wasn't much work. It could be much more, you know, but it's okay. I don't regret it uh, at all. Yeah, I don't re- regret it. But since then, I've worked a-, a lot, a lot, a lot, and a lot to improve my sound and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm in a cool place now, but yeah, back then it it wasn't it was a bit shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty amazing though. In like a couple of years, that you you've gone from um what you consider <laughs> like those early yeah. releases. You
1: could say shitty, no problem at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, those shitty releases. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing to um. Like, see, so you, so you, you've come from there and now you're on labels like modulars and edit select and, and float and, and, and haze and semantica, like, all right, that, that's crazy. How, how did that sort of all happen for you? When, when did um, all these offers and, and, and things start happening for you?
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure how it happened to be honest as well. You know, it's crazy because
0: just a big surprise, or
1: (laughs) yeah, it it still is a big surprise for me. You know, because I thought like I released shitty music at the beginning, so I thought, yeah, none of those respected labels will will want my music now. So fuck it, you know, let's see what happens. And then, yeah, I right. started getting requests and all that stuff, and I was like, what the fuck is happening here, you know?
0: <laughs> so <laughs> Those shitty releases must have been pretty good, right?
1: Shit, yeah, man, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but it was pretty cool. Things started, for me, music-wise, things started to get a bit more serious when I released on Illegal Alien, you know? The label from Yeah, musical? yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I released on Affin, and then dynamic reflection and yeah after dynamic reflection things really started to go cool for me you know
0: yeah, that's a massive label
1: dynamic reflection
0: yeah. yeah
1: yeah 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 they have a cool digital catalog and they they have some really cool stuff on the physical catalog as well yeah there and dave i mainly speak with dave miller you know yeah, it's have. Uh, abstract Division, and yeah, really cool people, you know, really cool people.
0: And they just sort of hit you up out of the blue, like you didn't sort of try?
1: Yeah, no, I tried before, you know, but they didn't yeah, okay. listen, you know, and then they asked me for an EP and I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, but the, to be honest, the biggest surprise for me was the Semantica request that came really out of nowhere, and I almost passed out you know it was crazy <laughs> i started ringing my mother mother i will release on semantica and she was like what the <laughs> fuck is that shit you know?
0: yeah what is semantica
1: <laughs> yeah it was really nice yeah
0: persistence pays off in that sense like when did you start making music
1: i started like some months before my first release you know it was like months? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's why my music is shit from the first releases, you know? <laughs> that, as simple <laughs> as that. When people ask me some advice, people that are starting, I say that please don't do what I did, you know? Like, take your time, don't yeah, rush right. it, you know? Learn stuff, learn how to mix well and all that stuff, you know? Because, yeah, it's funny now because things turn out pretty okay for me now, but. I really regret releasing that stuff at the beginning, you know. Yeah. So I don't want anybody to do the same mistakes as I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: well, it worked out pretty well. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, but I feel sometimes I feel it's like a stain in my past, you know. So yeah.
0: You were recently in China for for some shows. Yeah. How, like yeah. how how did that how did that come about and what what idea did you have of China's techno scene before you went over and, and how did that compare to What you what you found out when you went
1: to be perfectly honest I had no idea about China, you know the techno scene and I didn't ask a lot about it You know, I wanted to be some kind of surprise when I arrived there So yeah, to be really honest. I had no expectations about China, you know so everything that came in was like okay, cool, super cool, you know, and the experience itself was like super nice, you know. People there have a, a different yeah. way of doing things, you know, because like uh, drugs are super prohibitive there, you know. It's like yeah, that that sentence like almost, you know, it's crazy. So yeah, yeah, it, it's a different kind of thing, the nightlife there, they drink more, so yeah, it's kind of interesting, but it was pretty cool, I met some really nice people there, like, I I probably met there the best promoter ever, 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 like, the nicest guy ever, you know, like, really a sweet guy, yeah, it was super cool, and the people as well like respected a lot the artists and were super open-minded about techno, you know? I played there some experimental stuff, not experimental, more outside-the-box stuff. I played like a broken track there that is super cool, and I never imagined that people would react so well to that, you know? Like, for instance, in Europe that doesn't work, you know? To be perfectly honest, in Europe that that track doesn't work, you know, and there people really? go crazy, you know, and it was like pretty cool. So yeah, yeah, it was really nice. That's awesome. I learned a lot, you know, about their culture.
0: Yeah, That would have been, that would have been like an amazing experience because it sort of seems like the last place you'd expect a, like a techno sort of scene to, to be.
1: Yeah, they, they really are pushing it as much as they can, you know, that's why I really respect people that push things and sometimes maybe they don't get much back, you know, and they are really trying a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to, to make it happen, to make it work in China, and sometimes they are lucky, sometimes, and most of the times they don't have that much luck, you know. So I really respect them a lot, a lot, a lot for what they are doing there.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do you have some good food?
1: Yeah, sure. I had some snake <laughs> soup. And some, snake soup? Yeah, some really weird stuff. Like, <laughs> I think I ate some weird part of a... Uh, of pork or something jesus it was but it was it was tasty but the name (laughs) itself was like jesus what the fuck, you know get me out of this but yeah it was super cool i ate some really nice food there
0: yeah i always find that quite fun eating like that that really strange food have
1: you ever been to china
0: no no closest i've got is to japan okay um I, i was there recently and a promoter took took uh, me and my girlfriend out for some dinner. And we went to just like a, a little Japanese restaurant. And he he, he he just ordered the food in, in, in Japanese. Um, the first dish that came out was this weird looking bowl. And in it was this sort of, like, it looked like a piece of brain. Like it was, yeah, it was really strange. <laughs> um, but it looked like a piece of brain with some garnish. We we started eating this this dish and it was quite nice. Like I, I actually really enjoyed it. And then he um showed us like a translation on the phone and it said fish testicle. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we both sort of just look at each other, me and me and my partner and we're like, ooh, okay. <laughs>
1: let's am um, skip this for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Has it has like music? you said music has been something like you you've enjoyed since you were a kid do you you remember like some really early memories of how music sort of played its influence on you
1: yeah sure it it wasn't much like about bands or all that stuff you know Um, most of people when they are super young they are influenced by some cool rock bands or something like pink floyd or something like that. It wasn't my case. I was always fascinated by soundtr- soundtracks, you know, from movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, super into all that stuff since I was like a really young kid. I think it was mostly that that influenced me, you know? But, I mean, that, that band thing and you know, all came a bit late, you know? Like, when I was like 16, 17 or something, you know, as I started listening to bands, but prior to that it was mostly soundtracks and yeah mostly mostly around that you know
0: how did you find techno it was funny because
1: people in my city were listening a lot to a lot of techno you know but it was like not that good techno it was like shitty commercial stuff you know but yeah i respect that stuff of course but yeah I wasn't like much into it you know and I started to investigate a bit because I was like this has to be like super good for so many people to like it you know around me so I I was investigating and all that stuff and I started to find some cool labels like Semantica, Mindtrip you know the stuff that Chris Living was doing like Oscar Mulero and all that stuff all those guys you know that We're more in a darker side of techno, if you can say so, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, for me, it was when I discovered those guys that I really started to like techno and I was, like, super into it. And at the same time, my friends were starting to listen more to that kind of sound as well and people in general in Portugal, you know. So it was, like, super easy to speak with people and exchange ideas with my friends and all that stuff. And we were like day after day in school, like, yeah, listen to this track that I found on YouTube and to this set from Speedy J with Chris Living or something, you know. So yeah, it was kind of funny that discovering process with my friends and it kind of started from there, you know. And I yeah, I was I was so fascinated with the music and all those almost subgenres of the the music that I was like, how do they do this, you know? I have no idea how do they do this. Like, what makes this all work together, all those elements? And I started to learn what the different elements of a track were and uh, what actually mixing uh, tracks was and all that stuff and kind of, yeah, fa- fascinated me a lot and it started from there a bit for me.
0: Have you always been a creative person?
1: Uh... I don't know, I played a lot of Minecraft, you know, so, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: maybe my creative vein started a bit with Minecraft, I have no idea, <laughs> you know, because, yeah, but probably yes, because in school when it was time to write stuff, I would always write a lot and all that, so probably yes, I was a bit creative, I just didn't know what to be creative in yeah you know so probably the music thing happened and i was like yeah this is really it, where i can be super creative and show my thing you know but yeah prior to prior to that how I, I to be perfectly honest i wasn't that creative with stuff you know yeah maybe writing or something but yeah nothing more from that
0: yeah it's kind of interesting that you say like when you were first sort of discovering the music that it was all um like stuff that you discovered on youtube it's just such a different dialogue to how like music must have been discovered back in the day Uh, sure sure. picking through like cd collections or vinyls or something like it's a a total different i suppose like generation that's coming through
1: yeah sure Uh, i mean a lot of guys uh, Back in the day, I'm pretty sure that people were changing music, like showing my vinyl or something. Yeah, I got this vinyl or something. Yeah, I was w- with Moodle a couple of weeks ago here in my studio, and we were talking about music and <laughs> it was like YouTube links, you know? <laughs> so yeah, we come yeah. from a different generation, like a modernized generation, maybe... Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, because uh, one thing that that I must agree with some people that come from the early times of techno is that music had a lot more importance than it has now, you know, because uh, like guys release an EP and it's like, okay, another EP. Back in the day it was like, this guy released an EP, you know, from what people said uh, to yeah. me. Yeah, you know?
0: it was a way bigger deal.
1: So, yeah. It's cool to things to be easier, like with Spotify, YouTube and all that stuff. But to be perfectly honest, I feel like music kind of loses its value sometimes because of it, you know, because it's so easy, it's so free for everyone and all that stuff that, that, yeah, probably people like. And I speak about like just normal people that go to parties and all that stuff. Because for me, as an artist, music always has a super value, you know? Every time that someone that I like releases an EP, I go crazy, you know? But for people that just listen to techno and like techno and... are not like with their life devoted to it, you know? They sometimes probably just hear an EP and they are like, yeah, okay, I like it, I don't like it, okay, let's go the next one. And yeah, probably... That affects the current state of electronic music in general. Maybe you know because it's all so fast and so free. You know, as I said. So yeah.
0: That's it. it, it it's it's just really fast paced. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is interesting because I feel like that has happened now, and and I think everyone's aware of it now. So I feel like we're at that stage where I, I, I we're at that stage where I think people will try and figure out ways to make or bring that sort of special feeling back to back to those pieces of music because it is so easy to just like, you know, you could start your own record label tomorrow and start releasing music. I think, um, I suppose it's an interesting time for, for people like us whose careers are sort of just getting going because I think yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll sort of need to be the ones to sort of figure out what might happen next or like how to adapt to the way things are going to try and sort of like keep that sort of original spirit of techno music alive which was I suppose like getting around good quality dance music
1: yeah for sure because yeah there there are so many people doing music now and all that stuff that you really need to find a way to be special
0: yeah yeah you need to find your thing your niche
1: you really need to find your spot and where you want to be and try to be good in that thing that you like to do. So yeah, it's cool, you know, to There is a pressure on this new generation that it didn't happen before, you know, yeah, because it's a we new have, challenge. There is so many people, it's so it's so really it's super difficult to like I'm not remembering the express the English expression and you nobody know, it's really difficult to to be special and present a new thing to the world. Yeah. You know, that you really have to work a lot, you really have to keep yourself updated, you really really have to to see what's going what is going to be released out there and all that stuff, you know. So yeah, it's cool, it's cool. Because I, I think in the long term it will be a nice thing for this generation you know for those that keeps around and all that stuff so yeah, yeah.
0: I, yeah. I think um, could, like like you said information is flying at us quicker and quicker and I think what comes with that is more people will sort of hear what is trending or what is popular so I suppose the difficult thing is going to be um, like how to how to find originality and creativity in, in those, um, I suppose, in that time where the outside influence is like so big and massive like around us and it's sort of hard to ignore in a sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, of course, there, there are some styles of techno that are super huge now, you know, and the quality, it's relative, you know, you can say it's good or bad. Yeah. It's your opinion, you yeah. know, everyone has an opinion, but but yeah it, it's also good not to follow the the river the flow yeah, absolutely. you know just try to do your thing because i think things will get back around you know and it's this is all a cycle you know for now it can be this rave techno thingy 90 stuff and all that stuff but probably it will come around, you know, from five years from now or something. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So
1: yeah, let's say, yeah.
0: I, I feel like the trends will, will get even quicker as well. But it, I think I think we're at that stage now where everyone's sort of acknowledged what the big sound is and yeah, it'll be exciting to like sort of see what comes next. But in, in that sense, I think the truly original stuff and the, the really game-changing stuff is gonna come from like you said, those who don't follow the flow. But yeah, it, it is yeah. sort of hard to, to ignore all that stuff. I personally have been trying to not listen to releases from like other people that I that I enjoy just to sort of not not have that influence come into my music just so it's sort of like original in a sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like to listen to all this stuff, you know, yeah. like even the trendier stuff and all that stuff, I like to to yeah, listen to, to all that it is, stuff. For sure. Just to have a, just to know what is going yeah, on, yeah. you know. So yeah, it's cool. And as much as I can say that I don't like some trend or something, I kind of like it to be always changing. You know, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's. It, can, it for me it cannot be good but it's it's kind of exciting to see what's what's new and what it's trending and all that stuff you know just to evaluate the situation and yeah. all that stuff it's
0: going to be interesting because
1: as i said it, it might not be good but it, it kind of is exciting you know just to not the music itself more the the movements you know the techno movement so yeah, it's kind of cool to to see what's going on and all that stuff.
0: I think at the end of the day, one thing that will never change is like a human's want or will to 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 dance. I think that's like something that's yeah. ingrained in in what it is to be a human being for like thousands of years. Yeah. I don't think that'll ever sing, like ever ever change.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know. Like the first paintings in caves and all that stuff is like people dancing around the fire, yeah. on fire or something. You know, so yeah, it's really, it's really in our blood. You yeah. know, uh, uh, I can say that probably. You know, so it's instinct. Yeah, it, it, yeah of course, it, and it, it's a, it's a it's a nice a nice thing, despite the genre or the your music preference and mm. all that stuff. It's music is a nice thing to connect people in general, you know, and that's that's a really cool thing, you know, that being techno or that being like hip hop or something like that, you know, whatever the style, it's cool for people to to be connected with something, you know, in my in our case is electronic music, you Mm. know, and we are building community, you know, like it's super nice you are in Australia I mean yeah in Portugal we get to have a chat and, and all that stuff you know it's it's super nice it's
0: exactly, super nice exactly the other the other sort of interesting point to make is that for an equally a long amount of time as we've been dancing around to like tribal drums or whatever it may be, I we've yeah. been taking like drugs for that amount of time as well because Obviously things have changed, but yeah, like was- back in the day when we were in tribes, it was like the, you know, the, the tribe's shaman handing out some kind of like, you know, psychedelic <laughs> yeah, drink yeah, to everyone. Yeah. So everyone's been dancing around on drugs for, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nothing's really changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's some form of experiencing enhancer yeah, exactly. is always present. whether whether that's alcohol or some sort of psychedelic drug or something like that, you know, it's always connected, yeah, you know. nothing
0: has changed.
1: So, yeah. The
0: sounds might have changed. Personally,
1: I'm not a big fan of those kinds of experiences, you know, but it's kind of fun to to connect that point, you know, it's yeah. funny, yeah, now thinking about it, it makes complete, complete sense, you know. So, yeah,
0: yeah, it's cool. It's just human nature. <laughs> yeah,
1: and in ayahuasca rituals and all that yeah. stuff, music is always present, you know? Exactly, so,
0: exactly. Yeah. And people would just yeah. dance to yeah. drum Makes... beats for hours. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's. Uh... Have you ever had an uh, ayahuasca experience? Never.
0: I've done uh, mushrooms and LSD, but I've never had an ayahuasca, like I've never never had like a really really intense sort of um experience like that
1: yeah i would like to do an ayahuasca session maybe once you know but yeah yeah maybe once only but
0: i'm too curious to not know what goes on
1: yeah it kind of seems to be so intense you know that almost it is too much intensity at the same time you know
0: it's definitely not something you do often
1: yeah, yeah. Because probably he can fuck you up, <laughs> yeah, you know. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I would like to do it at some point, but I, I'm not sure if I will actually do it. So, I think yeah. it would need to be the not right sure, time.
0: But... I think you'd know that it was yeah, the right time to do something like that.
1: Yeah, of course. Because, yeah, people say it can really change your life and your perception. Hmm. I'm not that sure about it, you know, because... Yeah, it may be a nice experience, but I don't know. Mm. You are not going to turn from a nice person to a bad person, or vice versa. You know, so
0: it's yeah, daunting. Not sure. It's daunting, about it. just because it's like yeah, a total reverse to 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 what we normally experience on like a day to day basis of just like yeah, normal normal reality compared to like whatever it is like when you're on that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, but it kind of it kind of gets me. It kind of gets me excited. The idea of having a like a super out of this world yeah. experience. Yeah, You know,
0: curiosity is too strong.
1: And ayahuasca is super funny because you see the, those videos with the shaman and all that stuff, and it's, it it looks like a super shitty experience, you know, because people. People are puking and going all crazy yeah. and crying <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff, you know. But people say it's like one of the most beautiful things. Yeah. And how can it be a huge difference from what you see to what you feel, you know? So yeah, it's probably super interesting. But yeah, one time in the future, if the it, it is the right time, I, I will try it. And if everything in my life, um. Goes to that point, you know, makes that point make sense. I will probably try it, but yeah. Same here. Not just by, not just for the giggles, you know. No,
0: just no definitely not. Like
1: a super conscious thing, you know, and yeah, I might see in the future. Yeah.
0: Mm. It is kind of funny. By
1: the way, speaking of drugs, have you ever watched the movie Climax? No. Man, you got out watch that. Feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jesus, it's super crazy. <laughs> and you said you tried LSD one time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tried? Yeah. So man, watch that Climax. Movie. Trust okay. me. Climax. Alright. It's from Gaspar Noé. You will go crazy with that movie, I'm pretty All sure. Right. It has like a super crazy soundtrack with he has some Aussie tracks and some techno some psychedelic techno or whatever you want to call it. And it, the 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 movie goes around an exper a bad experience with drugs and all that stuff. It's like super crazy movie. It's not like a movie we, that you squeeze and a lot of good things come out. You know, it's a movie that is a, an ex- experience. You know, it's one of those movies. It's a complete experience. You I've know? just googled it. You have so to try it.
0: I, I, I'm gonna set it as a reminder to watch it.
1: Yeah, I yeah. Say this. And yeah, and uh, send me a message after you've seen it. I'll have
0: ayahuasca and then put the movie on and I'll you tell you how I go. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, it is, it is It is. kind of funny, like touching back on that point of like things haven't changed. The one thing that has, or two things that have changed is the sound, the size of the sound system and the beats, sort of. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And if they are changing it's getting it's getting bigger, you know, or something, you know, so yeah. Some of the funnest yeah. experiences
0: I've ever had is just being rocked by sound. Just yeah. yeah. Big speakers, big speakers. At the
1: beginning the first time I was listening to techno and going to parties, one of uh, the things that I really like was like the amount of effort they put in the sound system, you know, in the these kinds of electronic music, there is really nice, you know, to immerse yourself in the music and all that stuff, it's very interesting. It was one of the the things that really made me love techno music and all that stuff, but it doesn't happen only with techno, you know, you you see it in drum and bass, in trans festivals and all that stuff, the, they really put efforts in the amount of of sound mm. and all that stuff that is happening at the venue or something, which is, which is really cool, which is really cool.
0: I, I think the only thing there is that you need to go out and experience it, because like it, as good as techno or other forms of electronic music sound on speakers, and as much as everyone listens to it on speakers, nothing will compare to like seeing it on a in like in a live form in front of like a big set of speakers of it just turns into a physical thing there rather than just something yeah, yeah. here it's like something that you're feeling
1: yeah you you feel it in the veil you know mm. you feel it in the nose yeah the exactly. nose. yeah especially
0: when like you feel it's everywhere. Some some dj might just put on a track where it's just super heavy in the bass, and then like your body is just being rocked. There's nothing quite like it.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. It's just, sure, it's just that, yeah. like, you look the-
0: around at all your mates and think, like, What the fuck is going on? This <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> the last experience that that I, I felt that was when I did the back to back with Tomuzo like three weeks ago or something. Where did you do that? And he played a track for him, you know. And I felt that, you know, I haven't felt that in a long time. And I felt that with this track and I was like, looking at it like, shit, yeah. <laughs> it,
0: was,
1: it was like a super simple track, but it had a really strong kick and sub and bass and all that stuff, you know?
0: Yeah. Like
1: he really was trembling the whole place, you know, it was like super funny. And I was like, yeah, this is taking me back to the first time I was going for a party or yeah. something. Yeah, really. Cool.
0: That's the that yeah it's 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 the best when that sort of happens it may it sort of like restores your your faith in the music when you when you go out and you and you hear yeah, that one track that is sure. just blowing your mind
1: yeah completely true there
0: yeah yeah a big thanks to Artur for taking the time to chat to me there I do highly recommend you go and check out some of his music there's heaps online and it's well worth a listen. But until next time, I'm Fergus Sweetland and this has been Boomfcast in Conversation. Boomfcast.